Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's Tuesday, December 5th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. Kicking off today's PDB, we'll take a look at the latest from Israel as the IDF expands its ground offensive into southern Gaza. Later in the program, controversy ignites at the COP28 climate summit as the conference president casts doubt on the science behind climate change. And Ukraine teeters on the financial edge as the U.S. and E.U. struggle to keep aid flowing to the beleaguered nation. Finally, in the back of the brief, a former U.S. ambassador is arrested, accused of acting as a secret agent for the Cuban government for more than 40 years. But first up, the PDB Spotlight. The Israeli Defense Force have made a significant announcement, declaring that their operations in northern Gaza are nearing completion, and a ground offensive into the southern part of the enclave has begun. Now, the IDF has been active in the Gaza Strip, targeting approximately 200 Hamas positions with airstrikes. These overnight operations have been complemented by ground force operations. In a notable development, Israeli ground troops have engaged in combat within a school that was reportedly housing terrorist infrastructure. At the same time, Israeli fighter jets have conducted strikes against a variety of military targets, including vehicles laden with missiles, mortars, and other weapons. Now, the intensity of these operations matches the ferocity of the initial phase of the conflict prior to the week-long ceasefire. Israel's advancement into southern Gaza is a cause of increasing concern for the civilian population, obviously. Many of these civilians had previously fled the northern regions following Israel's advisories, only to find themselves in the midst of renewed conflict. Now, that concern was probably at the forefront of U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's mind when he cautioned Israel about the risk of a, quote, strategic defeat if it fails to take more substantial measures to safeguard civilians amidst the conflict. Now, mind you, it's easy for outside elements, whether it's the U.S. administration, the Pentagon, the U.N., or the E.U., to admonish the IDF to safeguard civilians. They're not the ones involved in the fight against Hamas. The IDF does take steps to avoid civilian casualties, 
but Hamas embeds itself within the civilian population. Look, Yahya Sinwar and Mohammed Deif, leaders of Hamas in Gaza, are now reportedly hiding out in southern Gaza, along with other Al-Qassam military brigade leaders and Hamas fighters. Apparently, the only folks required to play by the rules of war and worry about civilian casualties are the IDF. The fact that Hamas's actions directly lead to the death of innocent Palestinians eh, is not of concern or relevance to much of the international community. In a separate development, the New York Times reported a concerning incident involving a Hamas rocket. Likely launched during the October 7th attack on Israel, the rocket struck the Mstat Mika military base in central Israel. That base is believed to house a portion of Israel's nuclear-capable missiles. Now, while the missiles themselves were not directly hit, the impact caused a fire that neared missile storage facilities and other sensitive equipment. Israel has never officially confirmed its possession of nuclear weapons, but there is a consensus among whistleblowers, U.S. officials, and satellite imagery analysts that it maintains a nuclear arsenal. One more interesting development over the past 24 hours. Ronan Barr, head of Israel's domestic security agency Shin Bet, has declared that Israel is prepared to pursue Hamas members not only within Gaza and the West Bank, but also in other Middle Eastern countries, including Lebanon, Turkey, and Qatar. He likened this pursuit to Israel's historical operation targeting militants responsible for the 1972 Munich Olympic team killings. Now, this statement reflects Israel's determination to address threats beyond its immediate borders, considering that a significant portion of Hamas leadership resides outside of Gaza in cities like Doha and Beirut. It should be no surprise that, given Israel's stated objective of degrading or destroying to the degree possible Hamas's command and control structure, that political and military leaders residing outside Gaza are considered fair game. Now, at least the political leaders living in Qatar, with their billions of dollars in money that they've stolen over the years from the Palestinian people, well, at least they can afford good security. I suspect it won't be good enough. When we return, controversy at the UN Climate Change Conference and the White House warns Congress that it's running out of money and time to aid Ukraine in its fight against Russia. I'll be right back. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com slash carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Welcome back. 
As you may be aware, the COP28 Climate Change Summit is currently underway right now in the United Arab Emirates. Now, the event, officially titled the Conference of the Parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, and that rolls right off the tongue, has been marked by controversy from its launch last week, largely due to the appointment of a guy named Sultan al-Jaber as its presiding figure. Now, al-Jaber, who simultaneously serves as the UAE's Minister of Industry and Advanced Technology and the head of its national oil company, has ruffled some feathers with his claim that there's, quote, no science backing the need to ditch fossil fuels to keep global temperatures from soaring. This statement is, well, as you can imagine, fairly controversial, especially since the summit's main goal is to do just that, phase out fossil fuels. Speaking of phasing out fossil fuels, U.S. Special Envoy John Kerry announced a significant commitment by the United States to an international coalition dedicated to eliminating coal power. Now, this move aligns with the Biden administration's policy to stop building new coal plants and gradually phase out existing ones. Kerry told the press conference, quote, There shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. End quote. Okay. A far cry from the views expressed by the conference's president. Now, coal remains a substantial energy source in the U.S., powering nearly 20% of the nation's electricity as of October, according to the U.S. Department of Energy. Now, the U.S. can make all the pledges it wants, but the global picture on fossil fuel use is far more complicated. China, the world's largest emitter of CO2, shows no signs of relinquishing coal, which accounts for about 70% of its emissions. The country's heavy reliance on coal is demonstrated by its continued expansion in coal-fired power, with reports indicating that its government has approved construction of two new plants each week throughout the first half of 2023. As with much of the climate change agenda and moralizing that takes place, COP28 is basically about allowing participating countries to get together, feel self-righteous, and insist that the U.S. and other gullible administrations cough up funds to smaller nations as part of the Feelings Over Facts movement. John Kerry, he's just the poster child for pomposity and moralizing when it comes to climate change. Perhaps he would like to explain how he intends to convince China to quit shoveling coal and building new coal plants. Or perhaps he can answer how he intends to replace the 20% of energy that coal provides in the U.S. Well, the answer is, basically, he doesn't have those answers. All right. Ukraine is standing on the edge of a financial cliff, and both the U.S. and Europe are struggling to keep the country solvent. In Washington, D.C., the debate intensifies over further funding for Ukraine's defense against the Russian invasion. Now, the White House is sending a dire message to Congress. The U.S. is rapidly depleting its resources, and we're running out of time. White House Budget Director Shalanda Young highlighted the urgency in a letter, stating, quote, Without congressional action, by the end of the year, we will run out of resources to procure more weapons and equipment for Ukraine, and to provide equipment from U.S. military stocks. Young emphasized the absence of alternative funding sources, stressing, quote, We are out of money and nearly out of time. Now, President Biden's request 
for a nearly $106 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and other needs faces significant challenges on Capitol Hill. Although Speaker Mike Johnson says he's hopeful that the House can pass the requested funding, Republicans are increasingly questioning the scale of assistance for Ukraine. To date, Congress has already allocated $111 billion to Ukraine, including $67 billion for military procurement, $27 billion for economic and civil assistance, and $10 billion for humanitarian aid. To manage resources, the Biden administration has slowed the pace of military assistance to Kyiv, aiming to extend supplies until further funding is approved. However, the U.S. is not alone in its struggle. The European Union is also facing difficulties in securing funds for Ukraine. The Financial Times reports internal divisions within the EU are delaying a $53 billion aid package for Kyiv. Now, this package, primarily financial assistance rather than military aid, includes billions in new loans and funds for interest payments on existing loans. The delay is largely attributed to Hungary, which has threatened to block the planned aid package to Ukraine. The new leadership in Hungary has also been clear that they will object to Ukraine's efforts to join NATO. Additionally, increasing skepticism within the EU is becoming evident, particularly with the recent election of populists like Robert Fico in Slovakia and Geert Walders in the Netherlands. In summary, both the U.S. and EU are at critical junctures in their efforts to support Ukraine. With financial resources dwindling and political challenges mounting, the future of aid to Ukraine hangs in the balance. Okay, coming up in the back of the brief, a former U.S. ambassador to Bolivia is currently sitting in federal prison in Florida, accused of acting as a secret agent for the Cuban government for more than 40 years. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no prep, no mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer. 
thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. In today's Back of the Brief, a former U.S. diplomat was arrested in Miami on Friday for allegedly spying for Cuba's secret intelligence service for decades. Victor Manuel Rocha, who once served as a U.S. ambassador to Bolivia during the early years of the Bush administration, is accused of using his position and access to pass classified information to Cuba's General Director of Intelligence, the DGI, according to a statement released by the U.S. Department of Justice on Monday. Now, the deception reportedly began in the early 1980s and allegedly went on for more than 40 years. Rocha reportedly sought out high-profile positions within the State Department to affect U.S. foreign policy and promote Cuban interests within the U.S. and in Latin America. Investigators accuse him of regularly providing false information to the U.S. government to hide his deception and using fraudulently obtained travel documents to liaise with Cuban agents outside the U.S. In interactions with undercover FBI agents, Rocha would allegedly refer to the U.S. as the enemy while calling his contacts within Cuba his comrades. His career spanned Democrat and Republican administrations and saw him hold multiple influential roles. The former ambassador held a position on the National Security Council in the 1990s, and from 2006 to 2012, he served as an advisor to the head of U.S. Southern Command. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland called Roach's case, quote, one of the highest-reaching and longest-lasting infiltrations of the United States government by a foreign agent, end quote. Now, if true, these allegations are shocking. While the DGI, the Cuban Intel Service, is very well-resourced and very aggressive, it is remarkable that Rocha could engage in this deception for four decades. Look, counterintelligence operations are notoriously difficult, and the agencies responsible for ferreting out traitors should receive real credit when they identify someone working against the U.S. But 40 years is a very long time for an individual to outwit the U.S. intel apparatus. And the damage that someone in Roach's position could do to U.S. national security is enormous. And don't forget, anything that the DGI is able to obtain is shared with their Russian comrades. After all, the Russian intel apparatus built and trained and resourced the Cuban service over many decades. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 5 December. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb 
at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com.